Welcome back to the Legs Feed the Wolf podcast. I'm Christian. I'm Tyler, and today we have our second guest. Her name Special is Arla guest. Davis. Our friend, friend Arla Davis. Ours. Little introduction about Arla. Arla played basketball, field hockey, track, and powerlifting for Abington Heights High School. Arla was the MVP of her 2018 WBC Senior All-Star Classic. As a senior, she was named the 2009 Best Female High School Athlete by Abington Heights Journal. She was the LIAA Scholar Athlete Honors in 2019. <laughs> and although right now is a sports media major at, at Ithaca, Ithaca College. College. Doing a podcast with us. Yeah. So the first thing we like to talk about our, with our guests is how you met us in the yeah. story. Just your first impressions of us. What you thought? What you thought? Sounds good. So Tyler, not gonna lie, I don't totally remember the very first moment we met, but I know it's through like Christian and Aiden. So and those I remember guys. the first time we met. It was at the library, and we were <laughs> studying for journalism. And Arlo came by, and this was before full break. And I don't know why I just remember this so well. And. <laughs> We were talking, oh yeah, I'm Tyler and Marla, and she was like, I'm not going home for fall break. What, what's going to be home? I just remember her saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I got like a very tough vibe from Marla, you know? Yeah, she she's like definitely like, I, I've known Arla for like a, a semester yeah. and a half almost. And uh, she's definitely, you know, one of the tougher girls I know, <laughs> except when it comes for dogs yeah. and chickens. <laughs> she I always talks about. She always talks about how she's a farm girl and how much... You know, she, they have well, chickens in her You know, a chicken comes running away. But she all this talk faster than that chicken. She apparently hates okay. her chickens. I don't hate my chickens, but like, they do freak me out a little bit. I'll give you. my sister the credit. She's the chicken whisperer. She's the, so your sister's the chicken whisperer. Oh, definitely. My dad's definitely got a soft spot for her chickens too. But definitely, my mom and my sister are the closest with them. I'd say. <laughs> yeah. What was, yeah. So, what was your two? first time meeting? Oh, I very specifically remember the first time, not necessarily meeting Christian, but seeing Christian. So we're, there's three teams in the A&E. It, it's <laughs> field hockey, soccer, oh, and that. women's soccer. And I didn't know Christian at all, but my whole team had finished the beep test. And the beep test is just a running yeah. drill like a that all sports test. teams have to do. Yeah, like I did it in high school, my freshman year of high school in gym class. It's just like a fitness test kind of thing to check your endurance and I guess your speed too. And so my team had finished up before the men's soccer team finished and we walked over to the other side of the gym. And the A&E is huge, it's an indoor track. So we walked to the other side of the track to cheer on the rest of the soccer guys that are still going. And I'm standing pretty close to the coach who's like marking off the numbers of what round the guys are still running and what they're on. And the entire men's soccer team has no shirt on at this point, and they just look like a bunch of jerkwads, essentially, <laughs> from my point of view, at least. And here's Christian running the beep test still, and he comes back from, like, round, like, 18 or 19, which is very impressive, but also, like, not nearly as, like, he's not done yet. Like, still, like, still going, still has a lot of energy left. And he looks at the coach, and he's like, Oh, coach, what what am I at now? What am I at now? And I was like, I did this, not say it like yes, that. Yes, you did. I did you not say it like that. Said it like I didn't that. say. I, I'm running, and I ask, coach, what am I at? I was curious. I didn't know. I wasn't paying. Mm-hmm. I don't pay attention to it. I just run. Okay, but I anyway. run until they say until they say stop. You know, I'm the one of those guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so he says it to the coach, and I was like, wow, this guy's like real jerk like he must be like an upperclassman or something like talking to the coach like that comes to find out that the first day of orientation we go to meet in our majors and here comes Christian walking through the door and I was like oh man like not this kid why don't you tell him about when uh Christian was trying to get hyped up while running hyped up while running 
where he, uh, well, Christian, from what I understand, from my understanding of the story, Christian would always tell the people that we're done. Oh, that I would do. That <laughs> I would do. Because we had people count for us mm-hmm. when we were doing it. And, like, the person before me was like, yeah, hype me up when I do it. It's like, all right, I, you know, I'm not really – I don't really yell, like, when people are running and stuff. But the way, when I'm running, I'm always, I always have to talk. Like, I always have to say things. I don't know why. But I was telling the person, I was like, hey, just tell me I can't do it. <laughs> oh when I was God. running, I kept saying, yeah, hey, bro, tell me I can't do it. Tell me I can't do another one. And you know what? I did another one. Oh, my God. So if I heard that, I probably probably wouldn't have changed my impression at all. But here we are now. We're, like, best friends, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I'm I, – because I like to talk when I run. I'm just one of – it keeps my mind off it. But I don't think I was – I don't think I was being cocky about it. No, I think but, I was like, just like, I'm just, like – I'm the kind of person that, like, doesn't like to talk to anyone at all. So then I looked at it that way. I was like, wow, look at this guy, like, trying to, like, show off. Like, none of them have shirts on at this point. Like, they're, like, just the last ones finishing, like, talking to the coach. Interesting. So Arla is in our major, as obviously, sports media. And sports media is definitely a male. Male dominated. uh, Male dominated. Yeah, not driven. Yeah, dominated uh, field nowadays. So. We, we do. Um, we sometimes... We give her a hard time about it. To say but, the least. But no, we have a lot of respect <laughs> it's, it's for It's all out of respect. It's no, all out of It's love. very hard to do what she does. She is the editor of the Ithacan, which is uh, the major newspaper, pretty much, of Ithaca College. She covers well, really only sports, but she writes and she edits, which is very hard, and she de- dedicates a lot of time towards that, so that's pretty cool. So you cool. can just tell us a little bit about what you do for the Ithacan. Yeah. Yeah, so... What you want to do after college. So my, I guess, official title is assistant sports editor. um, And we also have a head sports editor who is Emily Adams, who is a sophomore, but she's going to graduate early. But we're both from PA, so it's kind of funny that we actually ended up having so much in common without even knowing it. Um, It's also uncommon that it's a sports section of a paper that's ran basically entirely by girls. Well literally entirely by girls since it's just the two of us but um, I think what I find so interesting about our paper and not just the sports section as a whole is that it's mostly ran by women which is super uncommon Um, we have one photo editor who's a male and then the guy who runs our website is also male and our advisor um, Michael he's a such a cool guy but um, it's just a really cool publication to work for. Um, it's highly awarded to um, one of the best, definitely one of the best papers in New York State and amongst the best in the country. But yeah, so basically my job is to edit stories that come in from staff writers, come up with topics for the stories. Um, so basically any kind of athletics thing that is happening around the college. And I do still write for it. Um, not as much as I was, be, like in last semester when I was just solely a writer, um, but now I do a lot more reading, and we just had our spring preview come out, which was pretty stressful. So what that is is we do um, a season preview of all the spring sports, like baseball, softball, um, crew, track and field again. We we talk about track and field a lot because it's such like a long sport because it's indoor and outdoor. Um, but yeah, so we pretty much cover anything athletics um, that has to do with Ithaca College, whether or not it's alumni or um, sometimes we'll cover fall athletes in the spring. Right now, we or our last front was about Will Gladney, who was a senior on the football team, and now he's training for the NFL draft. 
Um, but yes, pretty much anything. Ithaca what are your uh, goals for after? My goals for after. Um, I'm probably gonna end up going to sports journalism, hopefully working for a newspaper or a magazine. Um, I'm not totally sure about that though. I still want to keep my options open and um, maybe editing video content for a team, maybe doing broadcast. Um, I definitely don't want to lim- limit myself just to writing, but I'm also a journalism minor. Are you which open makes me to think. editing for one of those or do you just specifically want to write? A journalist. <laughs> I don't know yet. I mean, obviously like I would start as a journalist and then <clears> if <throat> I decide, like if I was ever offered a position to edit, I probably would take it because I do enjoy it and I like getting to lead others and being a part of a, something that's a lot bigger than myself. Yeah, so all those, uh, quick fact about the journalism stuff. So all like the journalism Mondays and a couple of the see, things in the bucket I think, list. See, Arlo's a great writer, but I think yeah. we could definitely help her. Okay. <laughs> oh, back, I think, back, I think back to that, back to that. How so? Let's I hear think, it. Well, we could start with, you know, just how you show up to journalism or field production class. No, it took yeah. Arlo a little... I was dressed nice today. What are you talking about? It took about? Arlo a little while to, uh, to hop, hop, on the on the, hop on the wave that we started. Yeah. But, I, but... She did as great get on of, it. As great of a writer she is, it, it did take her a while. But now that she's on board... Now she's on it. The, now that she's on board... They're liars. Knows. They're liars. Don't listen to anything they say. But it is cool because... is not going to do anything. Because <laughs> Arla, Arla took uh, part in a couple of things we've accomplished on the bucket list. She was at the Cornell hockey game. I was She was there. at the Cornell hockey game. She was in the laundry room with us. She did post in the laundry room <laughs> with us. She, well, I mean, she has watched Miracle with us. I have. She has watched Miracle with us. What I was your opinion on Miracle? I liked it. It was pretty, it was interesting. Was it as good as we piped it up? Um, well, it was hard to tell because you guys talked the entire time. <laughs> like, you literally know the script word by word at this point. So you guys would say the lines before they got to say them. Well, it's because, you know, we know that you'd rather hear it from us. Oh, definitely. You know. Yeah. For so sure. So we are pretty hard on you, Arlo, but is there, can you remember one time where you think we crossed the line or hmm. that we were just? Um, I don't think. Maybe not across the line, but it's like like where we I got to you, you know. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. definitely. Because Arlo likes to act all also, tough, but we know we get her sometimes. Oh, for sure, I have no chill like at all whatsoever, <laughs> especially when it comes to this stuff. Um, but I don't think you two ever specifically crossed the line, but like when it's you two and Brendan, sometimes you cross the line. As in, like, we're talking about something serious, and I say something, and I get one word out, and then Brendan talks over me every single time I open my mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's called mansplaining at its finest. What's it like living in Scranton? Is it really That's what I was gonna that ask. much of yeah. a Tell us about your hometown, hometown, or is it? It's, okay, so Scranton itself is a city. It's not a farm town, but I live outside of Scranton. Um, technically, like, I live in Clark Summit, but really, like, I'm further outside of it in Ransom Township. And Ran- that is that is the middle of nowhere, like, hillbilly town. Um, they're, like, you know how, like, you say, like, your neighbors live across the street? My neighbors literally live across the cornfield. Like, there's, like, four cornfields across from, like, me and the boulevard, Newton Ransom Boulevard, which is, like, the main road in like if you go from Clark Summit to Ransom you take pretty much one road the entire way there unless like you're turning onto my street like my street's the only yeah. turn for like 10 miles. As a kid as a kid what was your preferred way to go to school? Walk car tractor or horse? Just <laughs> out of curiosity. Um, none of the above because it was way too far to walk but I did take the bus. 
Except, like, when and, I got okay. to middle school, my dad was going by the school anyway, so he'd, like, we'd just take the pickup truck, and he'd drop me off at middle truck. school at 6 o'clock in the morning. Nice. Nice. <laughs> all right. And then another thing we're starting to do with all our guests is answers for all of you listen to them. We I think. Do. We think we li- you listen I to do. them. I do. I just don't always um, remember. I have a bad memory, but I do listen to them. You know oh, that. Okay. I text you while I'm watching or okay. listening to every single Well, time. from the start, Bob and Montauk. What are you doing? What are you doing? What? Bomb and Montauk. Come on, Arla. Bomb and Montauk? Montauk. Oh, Long Island, right? Is that what? Oh, what? Montauk. Come on, Arla. Oh, Smalltalk I'm, I'm, shit. I'm, I'm Arla. <laughs> I listen to every single podcast you guys made. I text you. I do. I just a, listen, don't Arla. remember. Look, I'm sorry. Look, look, look. I tried. Do you know how many things one. I have to remember? <laughs> don't be sorry. Don't look. Don't be sorry. Be better, all right? There's a bomb in there's a bomb in Montauk, which is oh and bomb in Montauk. I could not understand what you're saying. Okay, okay, okay. okay when okay. you leave the car, be, or yeah, Aiden's yeah. car. Yes. What are you doing? You if it's you, Bree, it's you, Grace. it's Bree's car. Yeah. All right. Bree's car. You and Grace are chilling. Well, Grace has a car, so it's Grace oh, well, doesn't have that. a car. You and Jenny. All right. Yeah. Or you and Cam. You, Jenny, Cam, and okay. there's a bomb in Montauk. You guys have two hours to leave, and Bree's keys are there, and you have no idea where Bree is. What do you? I wouldn't take it. You, I'd go find Bree. You know she's on campus. You don't have her location. She's not answering. You have two hours to just drive up north. I'd, I'd go find her. See, I respect that. See, I'd have a really tough time driving, too. Do I, I would look to an extent, and then I'd have to stop. I Yeah. I'd I give would it a probably, limit. I would tell Jenny and Cam to go. I, I would, I'd, I would I'd look split for up. I mean, I know, like, Jenny and Cam are also, like, two of the most loyal people I've ever met, so I know for a fact that they wouldn't want to go either, but... Like, I would obviously... Like, in a situation like that, I, I would honestly op- slip. Yeah. I say 30 minutes. We don't find her. We go. No, I would I would wait. There's no reason. Like 30 minutes, three people? I don't want to be in a her. world with no Bree. Bree's my best friend. All right, all right. All right, second episode. Candy right. versus snacks. Is a chocolate... First of all, is it a fruit roll-up? Is a fruit roll-up a candy or a snack? I would say snack. What I've about, thought about this after listening to what this. What about a chocolate? Sure. Chocolate? I would say candy. I know you disagree, Tyler. I know... But, like, I don't think candy's just sweet. Because, like, what do you think are M&M's? Are M&M's candy? They're chocolate. I don't know. I, I just think that if anyone tells me to go to the store and buy them candy, I would never think to buy them any single type of chocolate. You wouldn't think any kind of chocolate? No. I could see, like, okay, I wouldn't necessarily think just, like, a straight-up, like, Hershey's bar, chocolate bar. But, like, I, I think might of, like, think Reese's. M&M's. I might think of That's Reese's not like a chocolate, or M&M's. It's, yeah, it's chocolate. I mean, it's peanut chocolate butter. peanut butter. It's, like, just peanut butter, though. No. Well, if it was Reese's, just pe- Reese's pieces. Reese's pieces. Those kind of like just. Yeah, peanut they're butter. just peanut butter. That's why they're not that good. So then, what's the difference between a candy and a snack? Difference between a candy and a snack? I would say, candy, is, you eat as like a dessert, or like you know right away you want like something sweet, and mm. then a snack would be like, doesn't necessarily. It can be sweet, but it also like more savory. Like when I think of a snack, I think of like pretzels and hummus or like yeah maybe fruit but like okay like if i want fruit, i think if it I'm fills you up more. i want a snack if it fills you up more it's more of a snack than a candy yeah i would agree with that because you can't fill up on candies but I you can fill up on that. snacks yeah all right next one you have one item in a zombie apocalypse one item only you could be create as creative as you want what do you what do you bring what are you taking one item. i thought about this and i couldn't think of just one singular thing but i think if i had, i had to choose does it have to can it be living Yes, it can be living. I would have another person with me. Of course. What if it can't be living? What if it can't be living? That's a, that's a good one. I haven't heard anyone say that. If another it, person. If it can't be living, I 
think of How about this? Bat. How about this? I'm going to put you on A baseball bat? I know. Oh my I know. Goodness. Oh, my but, like, God. I could just, like, At least, like, a baseball bat with, like, spikes on the side or something. Yeah. Like, I'd support that. Yeah. Okay, I'll put you on the spot. Who would the one person be? I'd say Owen. He's pretty resourceful. <laughs> wow, you'd pick someone you met f- five months ago over he, someone you've known your whole life? He's the most resourceful person I know. Or my dad. Dad? Actually... I was thinking, like, here on campus. Like, so, like, when you ask this question, oh, are you know. assuming it's happening on campus? I, I think we did assume it was on campus. Yeah, right? okay, true. true okay, true. so I... So, yeah, on campus, Owen. Anywhere else, my dad. Got you. Got you. Well, the next one is if... Have you ever, like... You ever seen oh. the movie The Purge? I have no. not. Okay, I'm well, sorry. you know what The Purge is. I do know We did talk is. about it. So, there's a purge, uh, 24-hour purge on the Ithaca campus. Mm-hmm. What's what's your first move? Where are you going? Where are you hi- What are you doing? You taking right. anywhere? I know, I know he, Tyler said he'd hide, and, like, I think that's a good idea and probably what you should do. I don't know if I would be able to. Like, like I think I'd get, place? yeah, I think I'd get, like. Freaked out. Not freaked out, like, just annoyed. Like, I'd be, like, I would get, like, I'd so go crazy. I would where would you go? Crazy. Would you just, like, walk around or, like, just go from, like, your friend's room to another friend's room to another yeah. friend's room? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. Even if you had to walk from towers, like, lower quads? Or you don't yeah, because then I'd bring my baseball bat. <laughs> my spiked baseball bat. <laughs> okay, that's respectable. But you saved from the zombie apocalypse? That's yeah. smart. Yeah. Well, another one was, uh, have it, has a statement or phrase that ever you were just told stuck with kid. you from a kid? Whether it's funny, good, bad. Something that stuck to you from your childhood. Just like, you will always remember. Like, for example, mine was, I'm still scared to step on cracks. <laughs> out of Break your mother's yeah. back. And it has to be like a saying, because like it doesn't I can have to think be a saying. Song. It can be anything, something. Anything. It's just a, like has anything just stuck with you, or just that you will always like a phrase remember. that's always in the back of your mind. Like yeah, you'll always think about it um, from a little when you were little. This is kind of a funny. It's like it's sort of. I guess it's a phrase, sort of. Meatloaf Monday. So Meatloaf my, Monday. My nana. This is my yeah. nana would come every Monday. So when I was up until I was in. Fifth grade, probably. My nana would come every Monday. Or no, she like up until fifth grade. My mom only worked on ones or on Mondays for a full day at Lee Electric, which is my family's, um, my my grandpa's business, and she would only work on Mondays for a full day. So when I was little, my nana would come and she'd babysit us after school until my mom came back, and she'd make us dinner, and we would call it Meatloaf Monday because it was always either meatloaf or pot roast and it was like the best day of the week it was always like such a good home-cooked meal and like my mom's an amazing cook too but like she cooks like other stuff then like she like those aren't her like her forte I guess like my mm. this was like my Nana's stuff like she like she was so good at making meatloaf and really? pot roast and we like always looked forward to it or this there's this other thing that we called funeral supper which was like stuffing mixed with um, like chopped up sausage and peppers. Oh my gosh, it's the most amazing thing ever. But um, I guess Meatloaf Monday just always stuck with me. It's always Wait. like, always See, it's so mind. weird. I feel like you see Meatloaf in all the movies and it's like, oh, Meatloaf. You know, yeah, Meatloaf. No, I no hate this meatloaf. is so I've good. Never, I've never had it before. My parents never made it. I meatloaf. hate Meatloaf. I never tried it. I don't see, like it. Okay, what even is it made out of? Meatloaf, what is it made out of? It's just beef. Like you beef. beef. Really? Like, so I know she seasons it with um, onion soup seasoning and um then you put like ketchup on the top you put it in the oven you bake it up and it's amazing interesting it tastes like a hamburger kind of i always just thought it was some form of pork 
You know? <laughs> I don't know. You know? You're eating dinner? But I had no idea. I, I never had Where did you get that saying from? Some form of pork. It just some just form of pork. Wait, seriously? Okay, I have like a story about that too. Really? Are you Go li- ahead. Are you lying to me? Or have I told you the story before? No, I actually have no you, I don't know what story you're going to tell. Okay, so this, I totally did not mm. think of this until you just said this. So when I was little, another one of the things my mom used to make a lot was like, um, was pork, like pork tenderloin. And I think I was probably like five when I said this, but we were at my Uncle Pete's house, who is my dad's best friend, but like, he's like one of those family friends that like you call them like aunt and uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we were at my Uncle Pete's house and we're about, we're getting ready to go, we're, we're loading the truck up, and um, my Uncle Pete goes, Arlo, like, what are you eating for dinner tonight? And I was like, I don't know, some form of pork. <laughs> and like, that's just what I said at the age of five, like, no thought about it, like, instantly that's what I said, and like, that's one of my dad's favorite quotes from me of all time, he says. Yeah, so we've heard. That's fine. <laughs> so we've heard. All right, well, obviously you what can't about- pee with your brother, so, <laughs> um, wait, wait, one more question, though. Um, what about corn? See, one of the things I really liked was I would just get canned corn. Yeah, oh my sometimes. I, I'd ask my aunt for them for Christmas. Too yeah, sometimes. and she would get me. How do you guys remember this stuff? This, <laughs> and that's what, I mean, I don't know. Every Christmas so I, it made my year. Should I tell this story now then, too? Well, you kind of have to. <laughs> okay, so I think I was in second or third grade, and my Aunt Judy, who is also my godmother, one of my favorite people ever. She is such an amazing person, um, definitely one of the most caring people I've ever met. And she she always takes care of me on Christmas because she, I'm I'm basically like her child. She doesn't have any kids. Um, She takes very good care of her dogs though. Those are like her children. The dogs you used to be scared of for most of your life? Yes, yes. Well, not her dogs. Her dogs were chill. She always has chill dogs. Mm -hmm. Um, But I kept asking my mom this year, like what's Aunt Judy getting me for Christmas like you have to tell me you have to tell me and like I just was at that age I couldn't stand any surprise like I wanted to know everything and um, my mom is like she's not getting you anything and I was like I know that's false like she always gets me stuff like I know what she's getting like you don't lie to me and my mom was like all right she's getting you a can of corn and then I'd get so mad every time like my mom would say that and I'd be like no she's not like don't say that I know she's not I know she's not so she tells my aunt that she's been telling me this, and that together they plan, and they they wrap literally wrap a can of corn. And on Christmas morning, my whole family on my mom's side of the family um, gets together at someone's house, and we eat breakfast together, and then we take turns opening presents. We go like youngest cousin to oldest aunt or uncle, um, and so I'm one of the first to go. I'm like the second youngest in my family. Um, of our first cousins at least and I oh I gotta open my presents and Aunt Judy's like oh you have to open this one first and I was like oh okay cool like what's it gonna be and I open it up and it's literally a can of corn and like <laughs> I I remember thinking it was sort of funny but the way my mom tells the story I apparently had a look on my face like I could cry like I was that upset I and so my that. Aunt Judy was like okay now open the rest of them that's not your actual gift like I'm sorry <laughs> I could definitely see seeing you being mad over that. <laughs> All right, well, our last question right. was, um, if what was one thing you wish you knew before coming to college? I think I wish I would have known coming in that, not necessarily that it's harder than high school, but it's 
a whole new set of challenges, which everyone tells you, but then you kind of come off senior year and you're like, oh, like, I'm kind of on top of the world. Like, like this was such a good year and college is only going to be better. And I love college. Like, I do think it's better than high school personally, but I think I definitely have struggled a little bit more in definitely in sports than I did in high school. But yeah. Um, That's a valid point. Yeah, I think – I would have. I wish I would have taken time management more seriously, for sure. That's a good one. Yeah, that's true. That makes sense. I mean, me and Tyler are big journal guys, but or not journal. Planner, planner, planner. Not journal. Yeah, I have a planner. I need to work on writing it more. (laughs) I store everything in my head. Hence, why I have a hard time remembering. That's what. That's what I did in high school. But then once I started using the planner, I like. Honestly, Christian said it took him like a month to get used to it, but it took me like two days, and I yeah. do it every day. Yeah, I, sh- I need to start being more serious about that for sure. All right, well, <clears throat> we uh, picked up this uh, ending question from our media industries class. It's actually a really interesting topic. But Something you brought up, and we were like, dude, that's a sick idea to like, talk about. What happens if we lose all our digital information in the world? Like, like all data on computer, no internet. No like you have, you, you have to, I think we would all be lost. We have because you have to go start. So much stuff. You on start from scratch. Now. What do you think would happen? Like you can't build a car anymore until you go from. There would be no start. rule yeah. either. Like, like you can't build a chair. You can't build anything. Make anything. Yeah. Like you can't. I mean, what? What like, would you do? Actually, what we'll, would we'll I start do? with that. Yeah. Um, what do you do, and then we'll do like society. So what would like say just say you woke up and just like your phone's wiped and just like I don't know I guess you can't use it. Like, it's dead. Everything's dead. Like, everything just doesn't work. Just something you and that and the only way to get it back is if everyone starts from scratch. What would you do? What would I do? Um, I definitely would have to relearn um, again planning skills because me and my mom actually always talk about this. Um, I always had an issue when she would text me, like, picking me up in middle school from a friend's house. Like, I wouldn't come out right away, like, come out to the car because I wouldn't check my phone or anything. But she was saying, like, when she was a kid, like, when you needed a ride, like, you planned ahead of time, like, where you were going to meet, and you were there at that time. Like, there were no questions asked. And I think we rely a lot, like, we're a lot softer on time now, and we're okay with people being late because of technology, when back in the day, like, that wasn't That's a, a crazy concept, because that's literally something we learned. It's called mobile parenting. Yeah. yeah. And and it's called time softening. So yeah. what mobile parenting is, is that parents have are able now, with through technology, to keep tabs on their kids 24-7. Yeah. And time softening is, is you literally just said it, it's just texting your friend, oh, yeah, I'll, I just left the house now. Yeah. But, yeah. like, you obviously can't do that. Like, yeah. So... Yeah, I th- I feel yeah. like if that yeah, that happens, everything will just turn like yeah, everything's we'll, going we'll like, turn to savages again, you know. Like well, there will be no no for real. Like I seriously agree with that. There'll be no, I don't like, know rule. if it would go to sad like because I think about there's it. a lot of people who cannot function in life now. Like there's I agree. So dependent. I don't think people would turn to savage. I just think that it was like two ways. It would either bring people together or it, it would turn bad. But I don't think savages. I just think that. Think about it. Cars, take a while. They, wouldn't, they wouldn't know how to make things like cars. We wouldn't, you know, well, we maybe not necessarily think about how to make cars, but we wouldn't be but, able to get around. We are so dependent on but, GPSs. But, but think yeah. about like, it, though. Me too. Like Think about it, though. All these people that made them, a lot of them are still alive. So obviously it's going to take longer. But a lot of the people that made them base it off things that they've that that have been made before. Yeah. That's true. And if they don't have any of that information, do you think they'll be able to, you know, 
get yeah. all that information. Now, when you're saying technology, though, do you mean digital or like like all digital technology? Digital or technology. Mechanical technology. Digital technology. Well, really, everything's stored would online. Still be like cars. Would everything's still stored online, online though. Stored, like, stored online. In reality. Or on computers. Yeah. Hard drives. You know. Yeah. I I would personally. I would definitely be pretty shook. I'm I'm not that. I mean, I'm like uh, I feel like I'm just like an average per, average person with directions. Um, I I, def, I could definitely not use a map. I, no, I can't. I use think I I think I honestly would be able to get, like get. It's gonna be hard at first. Think about it, <coughs> but no, no phone, gonna be no news, no phone. And that was like, when you guys were saying this. The first thing I thought of was like, how would we run a newspaper this way? Because I know for yeah. the Ithacan, oh, we base pretty much everything like we design the whole paper Ithacan, online. Always plugging the Ithacan. What can I say? I love my job. Yeah, 1306sports.com. Yeah. We're with 1306. All right, all right. You're right. You're I'm right. Kidding, you I'm are. I support, okay. I support both, but um, it's like it's a, two different kinds of things. But um, we design the whole paper online. Like, we have everyone um, use Google Drive to share their stories with us, like staff writers and everything like that. So we edit everything online. And the only part that's not online is when we print the pages and paste them onto these templates we have in the office, and then when it like actually goes to get printed. But even then, like we send a PDF. So how on like it's crazy to think like how our whole process would change. I don't even know how that would yeah yeah go. Just knowing news and information, it's so yeah. different. And like we have the news twenty four seven at our fingertips. Like people would go crazy now, like thinking about it, like. The way people used to get technology or get their news was just like at, you watched it like 5 a.m. or noon or 6 p.m. Like that's when you got the news. But now like we have 24-hour news cycling all the time. Definitely, definitely. Without any digital information, also we wouldn't have any idea how to use TVs and all that. Mm -hmm. True. Know? Also true. So mm -hmm. it's crazy, crazy to think about. But I think eventually we'd recover. But and we try to base it off the old, like how we do it now. Yeah. But then some things would create change to make like crazy changes. Yeah. You know, just the way we do things, and I think that would be pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. No. Anything well. else you uh have to say while you're still on the mic? Um. Just thanks for having me, guys. Thanks yeah. for coming on. Well, I mean, you know, this is one of our good friends, and we thought she'd she was she'd a big get supporter, big supporter of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're hard on her a lot, but we respect her. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> You can see why she was chosen to do the turning of the tassels in high school graduation. Yeah. You know, it's... <laughs> she, Where Carla's are you great. getting this information from? All right, well, All right, well on that so note, we're going to wrap it up. You can also uh, listen to us, check on us on Spotify, <laughs> YouTube, 1306sports.com. Lex with the Wolf Podcast. Uh, thank you, Arla, for coming on. And, uh, peace. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thanks peace. for having me.